Welcome to Adults Class 2, Practical Applications of Jainism. Let's start with the no karma. Does anybody remember what the three jewels are? They're important enough that they made it into Jain symbology as the three dots that appear over certain symbols. For example, when we make the swastika out of rice or when we draw the universe, we draw three dots on top and they represent the three jewels. Does anybody remember what they are? Right knowledge, right faith, right action. Correct. Yeah, that's right. Um, Samyatnan, Darshan, and Charitran, right? Right belief, right knowledge, right actions. So you're here, right? So it means you have the right belief, okay? Um, and if you've, you've all been here more than once, so it means you have the right knowledge. And we talk about implementing Jainism into our lives all the time. So presumably you have the right action, right? Um, what we haven't talked about is that much is the obstacles that you face. This class, of course, has always been about taking Jainism out of this room and into your life. And we haven't, we've talked about the knowledge and we've talked about how to do that, but we haven't talked about the obstacles that you face implementing Jainism into your life. So tell me about that. Today, we're going to talk about that. What is the obstacle that you face implementing Jainism into your life? Willingness to do it. Right. Motivation to do it, right? And that comes about because of a particular thing. We're all weighing the risk and reward of everything that we do. It's one of, you know, even animals do that, right? They weigh how much energy they must expend to get a particular piece of food. It's always about risk and reward. And we're no different. You're uncertain. You're not sure that you're a soul, right? Uh, you're not sure if there's an afterlife. You're not sure if it even means anything if you do something good versus if you do something bad. You're not even sure if that has meaning. So true. So why would you spend a bunch of your life trying to implement Jainism into your life if you're not even sure about it? It's the risk reward is out of whack. And right? also a thought like say if like you do good or you do right and all those things when others are not doing it and you don't see any benefit of it, then you say, why should I do it? I mean, we don't know. I mean, after this life, I am, I'm giving, I'm compromising so much and may not be even worth after this life. And I don't know. So why should I do it? And I just live the way all right. of us are living. So we just follow that. Yeah. Because you see other people, they practice what hedonism, right? Just whatever gives you the most pleasure, right? And you're like, well, what is the point of me sacrificing if nothing's going to happen at the end? I could have been a hedonist, right? So the key to do, the key to overcoming that is to make decisions as if you're a soul. I know, I know you don't believe you're a soul, okay? But just start to make decisions as if you were a soul and see if your life changes. And if your life changes, then that's fine. You don't have to believe in Jainism at all, but I guarantee you, your life will change. Um, and then once you do that enough, and once you, are, you start to trick yourself into believing it, and then you start to believe it as you learn more and more about Jainism and as you make more and more connections. 
then you'll start to believe your soul and then you really will believe your soul. And that reinforces the right belief part, right? So uh, we kind of trick ourselves into doing the right actions and that makes us have the right belief because then we make those connections that we wouldn't have otherwise made. What else is the obstacle in your life to implementing Jainism? Peer pressure. Peer pressure. You have friends that are telling you to do certain things that are not Jain. Yes, and uh, they want to go, uh, go out to the bar and have a drink, right? And you know you're not supposed to do that, but you're not going to see your friends otherwise. Uh, and you want to maintain those yeah, relationships. Exactly, exactly. And so, okay, you go to the bar. And so one way to handle that is to realize what's important. So in that particular scenario, you do want to maintain relationships. So you go to the bar and you have a Coke, <laughs> right? There's always going to be a solution to that, right? Hey, let's go to the barbecue restaurant. I have to go. It's a work thing, right? It's a peer pressure. I have to go to the barbecue restaurant for the work. That's where the Christmas party is. Okay, you go and you have water, you know? Uh, you're still there. You're still maintaining uh, relationships. You're still doing the goal, uh, but you're doing it in a Jane way. So you don't have to compromise because of peer but pressure. I feel like if you are so different, it's very hard to even connect like that way. Sure. You know, it happens that it's not like, you know, if you want to gel with other group or other this, you have to start doing those things. Otherwise, you may go there for an hour, two hours, but it won't be like a, you know, like a regular relationship or, oh, no, you know what? It's hard because he doesn't drink, he doesn't eat. Yeah. They stop inviting you, right? And, and it's not, like, oh, and, he's and, like a vegetarian or whatever. It's not only about limited to what we eat, also what we talk. Right. That's also. So, you know, those things, then something else comes up which you don't want to talk about it. And so right. a lot of things adds up. Yeah, also at the same time, it's how much we allow ourselves to stop, right? For me, it's a hard stop. I want to eat eggs, I want to eat meat, yeah. right? But I eat potatoes, I'm joined. Yeah, sometimes people ask, oh, you join you. Some people, because they don't know, right? Some friends of them who are Jain, they won't eat. Or some, even at work, like when I say, oh, I, I can't eat because, you know, it has eggs. Or, so it's, I understand to your point, like it's hard to mingle and, you know, be on the same par. But again, there is a cutoff, right? Yes. And everyone have a different cutoff in their life. Some people are okay with one or the other. Well, I, guys, in my experience. Sure, of course. <laughs> in... Uh, 1988, uh, I got uh, appointment from the floor and was posted on site. I went to Silani's Pempa near uh, Amrilo. And over there, you know, we, I was about seven months over there. Right from the day one, I found out that all my colleagues who were there, there, they were going to a club over there and they were having the drink and chit chat and everything. That is always after nine. <laughs> so I started from the day first, went over there <clears throat> and the bartender, she, she came and she asked what I would like and I said Sprite. So she brings the Sprite. Next day, I say the same thing, Sprite, and she brings a Sprite, okay? Now, third day onwards, he knew what mm -hmm. I want, and he would just, don't even ask them, bring the 
prank for me, okay? Mm. All others have their drinks and everything. They were talking, thing. Of course, being so new, I did not have much to participate in there, right? But I would listen. And they knew that I was there. You will be surprised in less than a month time, my electrical construction superintendent, he threw the party in there, you know, for everybody. And he said, Kirti, you have to come. Well, he is taking my name, which he never spoke before. But then he said, Kirti, you have to come. And I know you are vegetarian. I have vegetarian for you. So don't worry about it. I have also Sprite for you. <laughs> so look at this, you know. Then I was not speaking a word at all, right? From 9 o'clock until about 10 o'clock, almost an hour, I was just listening to everybody. But everybody noticed that I was there. And then that's what made the connection. If you think about that, you cannot make the connection, that is not right. By just being there, you are connecting. Right. <laughs> so mm -hmm. don't, don't worry about that. That you will not. And you will be surprised that by that construction site hosting, I learned a lot of things myself. When we were working in the office, we did not have as much connection as when I was in the site. Right. And because I was going to that club every day, every night, you know, even my project manager and everybody, when we came back to, you know, Houston office over here, you know, whenever they see me in the lobby or anywhere, they would stop by and talk about 10 minutes with me. That, hi, Kirti, how are you doing? What project you are working on? Even project manager, the purchasing manager, I know, other people who were there, you know, in the construction site, they would stop and they would talk in the lobby of the, you know, floor office over here. So, I think, even though I was so silent, but the connection was there. So everybody liked to talk with me. Mm -hmm. They made me talk. Look at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. I think people are more open now that if they know that you're vegetarian, when they have a party, they'll have vegetarian options. And it will inspire other people to try a vegetarian option. Even though they're not vegetarian, right? They might. Yeah, the food's always gone before we get yeah. there. <laughs> Even you being there, uh, they notice, and then they put that option out for you, and other people try it as well. Technical team, you know, in your in your office over here, he would always say whenever we had seminar or anything, he would just call me and say, "Kriti, I have a special thing for you. So do attend the seminar." <laughs> So I, I'm, I'm really surprised when I was there. It was, I was not the only one, but we had other people also. Those who were vegetarian, but they would, you know, quietly take whatever is there, you know. They would never say anything about it. I, without even speaking, people knew the other times. These days, it's a little more complex, right? If you're meeting a bunch of people of different nationalities, it's not just vegan, vegetarian, Jane. It's like gluten-free, carb-free, paleo. Like eight different, eight different people who have different needs, and so everyone's kind of open. It's not even Indian, you know. <laughs> I came to this country in '75, and whenever I would take anybody of my, you know, colleagues and customers, uh, engineer or out, they would say. 
what you're going to eat? I said, don't worry, where you want to go? And I would go over there, go to the restaurant, I would call the chef, or because most of the bartenders, they don't know what the vegetarian means. And whenever I would say that I'm vegetarian, the chef would say, oh, don't worry, I will fix you a nice thing, you know. And he would do that, you know. This was from the 75 onward. Look at this, you know. And I have never bothered about taking any engineers out, you know, mm-hmm. for you know, at lunch at the restaurant or any other thing, you know. And they had their own stuff. At the same time, I had my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew. Everybody were concerned. Whenever I would say something, oh, sometimes they say, Papa I said, well, they have only seafood. So what are you going to eat? I said, don't worry. Let's go over there. Mm-hmm. Okay? You can have whatever you want. I will have whatever I need. And I would talk to the chief, and the chef, uh, chef will always do fix for me. And that was, you know, <laughs> really experience that I went through, I have decided, I have found out that it's not a problem. People don't bother about all whatever you are. They leave you the way you are. They will not insist. I have seen that trend different in our Indians rather than over there. So the Indians, they would say, hey, you are in this country, you have to live just like other people. I said, mm-hmm. we, we are whatever you are. And uh, nobody is going to bother about it. And they, oh, they <laughs> it's a different thing. <laughs> but sometimes people just yeah, assume that you should do this. Right. But it's not necessary. <laughs> One of the biggest obstacles for me in implementing Jainism into my life is time, right? Because it feels like we're being pulled in four different directions at once. We have work, we have family, we have friends, we have hobbies. So Jainism gets pushed down the list. But why is it pushed down the list when it will make each one of those things better? We already know that it will make our relationships with our family and friends better. We already know that the productivity techniques will make our work better. So why should it be so far down the list when it will make those other things better? And so I have eight ways to deal with this time optical for you. Uh, the first is to prioritize and schedule, right? Um, you have a schedule. You know what a schedule is. It's just you got to insert the Jainism into the schedule. So just make sure. And if you need permission, I give you permission to work on your personal and professional goals for one hour a day. Okay. A lot of you need permission and I give you that permission. And when you're, you know, when your spouse gets mad at you, say, no, Timur gave me permission. I can do this for an hour. I can take care of myself for an hour. And that might be reading the book. That might be meditation. That might be hopping on the treadmill. That might be updating your resume. That might be anything. But you can afford one hour a day to do that, to work on your personal goals. You just have to put it on the schedule. Like we were talking about last time, just block out your time for yourself, you know, on your calendar. That's me time. The second one is to create a routine. Hi, come on in. Welcome. Uh, create a routine, right? So have it be the same time every week or the same time every day. That will help you and your family and your work and your friends will schedule. You'll, you'll learn that they'll schedule around that time. Can you get the door? close it, yeah. talking about how to eliminate the obstacles that we find when we try to apply Jainism into our life. 
The third way to create the time for Jainism in your life is to start small, okay? Don't start with these grand plans, okay? Start with, I'm going to say three no-car mantras every day. <laughs> Figure, wait, once you have that going for a month, then add another little baby step, say, okay, I am going to meditate for five minutes every day. And then you'll realize you can't meditate for five minutes and you'll roll it back to two minutes. Okay, and then once you have that going for a couple months, then add another little baby step. You got to do it in small increments, okay? Um, next, since we're talking about scheduling, is look at your schedule for idle time. For me, it's during my commute, right? I do podcasts, I do um, audiobooks, and I do Jane stuff during my commute because that's when I have, it's like two hours a day, right? So that's when I have that like Jane specific podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. Jainismforeveryone.com. Great podcast. <laughs> uh, so you'll have a little bit of idle time when you're not doing anything. You know, you're waiting for a meeting to start or, you know, you're waiting around while your child finishes practice or something like that. You'll have some of that idle time. And you can, that's the best way to use your phone, right? Because you always have your phone. So you can, get, guess what? You can put the book on your phone, okay? Uh, the book is a PDF and you can put it on your phone and you can make a shortcut from your home screen, right? So you just look at the book while you're on your phone instead of looking at, you know, social media. Uh, next is to combine activities. That is, you are folding laundry. Well, you may as well, you know, listen to that podcast or you are emptying the dishwasher. You know, you may as well do that stuff. So you combine activities. Uh, a lot of times we have tedious chores we need to do. That's one way we can implement Jainism into our life because... We don't have enough time. Uh, the next is to set realistic goals. Um, we learned about SMART goals, right? The goal should be specific, measurable, achievable, resource, and time bound. So that achievable one is setting a realistic goal. Uh, seventh is to involve your family. All right, so have your child, you know, learn about it with your child. Ask your child what they did in Bata. They'll say, no, nothing, <laughs> fine, no. But then look at the book and, you know, start getting stuff wrong in the book and they'll start correcting you and incorporate <laughs> that, you know. Uh, talk about it with your spouse. Talk about what you learned today with your spouse. Um, incorporate family members and then that will encourage you to apply it to your life, right? And the eighth way is to use technology. We talked about the phone. Um, we talked about podcasts. Uh, use the technology that we have to make it easier to implement Jainism into your life. To find the time to do that. Because that's what this class is all about. And that's what it, it will always be about. Uh, questions or comments on that? We kind of rolled through that really fast. I know that you must have something to say. Thanks for everybody that just joined us. Uh, I want to talk about why, what problems you have implementing Jainism into your life. That is, why is it we seem to talk about it here and we go out and we're ready. We're like, yeah, I'm going to change my life. And then we're worried about lunch and then we're worried about our kids. And then we seem to get stuck in the same pattern over and over again. What are those obstacles that you face to apply Jainism into your life? So... I learned actually one thing is now I know in our Jainism why uh, the fasting and all is important because you know in US especially in US I see that most of our busy with food and the kitchen stuff and cleaning and all those things even daytime husband wife puts easily around one and a half to two hours one and a half hour easily or two hours 
easily each of them to just you know cook because four people are there then it's a lot of work mm-hmm. in india so we spend our lot of time so i mean you know that's very time consuming too so we get just busy with that and then office work and then school kids <coughs> stuff and that's it and we say oh yeah this is our life and we are really busy so we forget anything else actually you know right. another thing is we stay away from india like like so far that it's not like 9 hours or 10 hours you know uh, you know travel time otherwise a lot of people would visit and they get motivated okay i went to this, went to this temple or i met masati ji here like once in a year so we don't get that motivation and all those things right so i i feel like that's also <clears throat> the reason over here they <laughs> show yeah because uh, like just imagine this class is so nice but like we find very hard to find a same motivational and people like same kind of thinking people you find like that right because if we have a, a get together or something we cannot say hey can we talk about jainism mm-hmm. they say what is we are here yeah. for fun not uh, <laughs> talking about jainism we already right. did it sunday so right. that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. class is pretty much it yeah. <laughs> yeah you mentioned we have been kind of shuttled to into sunday morning right yeah. that's when i do that and you know that's, that's it. it and that's my time and i did my time you know i'm out it's my you know it's my free time <laughs> the scheduling is an issue because like for example a couple of weeks ago you had distributed that um those tutis in english translation so i i took that book and i was like i'm going to spend time on the weekend and go through one of these every weekend and i've done nothing so far right because it's <laughs> right. like and i also haven't worked out in that time because <laughs> both of those things fell off the wayside because right. of all the other life life busyness you know Yeah but I think it'd be nice to be able to fit those in. So yeah, whatever we have we have this session that's it. Uh, right. I I think bluntly put it is lack of belief right? we, we right. kind of understand we don't prioritize it and make it number one because that belief yes. is missing. You don't know if you're a soul. So <laughs> why bother doing all this work when you don't even know if there's an afterlife? And then you did all this work for nothing. Then then we learn that here in this class but we are not putting uh, making that as a priority because of that right we are, are we still fall back on our default position about family and work and all of that because of that we don't prioritize that and the priority comes with belief because here we see direct benefit and there it's a long term benefit it's hidden the soul is not there in front of us so it's a it's a matter of belief i think uh, bluntly put across yeah so what came first is it the belief or is it the action that can comes first thinking to be believe to act time okay. yeah you know that's what the book says but i'm going to i'm going to say that you'll be better served going the opposite direction yeah start acting as if you're a soul and then the belief will come and that's from you know that's from personal experience even even that takes some faith but <laughs> so how do you know this right like you are in office setup right and your colleagues friends this decided hey 6:00 let's go out in a sports bar happy hour and you have that belief system to your point right but then you're like you also don't want to be the for lack of a better word spoil sport right so you go and join the team so that they don't figure that hey my leader himself is not willing to join us right So how do you get over that situation? So we come across these kind of instances so often in our everyday lives. So how so this is a 
How do you resolve that? I think you got to go to the bar and you got to order a Coke. You got to order Sprite. And you're there for the reason that you're there for, but it doesn't have to, you're not there for the alcohol. You're there to be with your teammates and to be with your team member. And you can do that in a Jane way. Fair enough. Yeah. Orange or cocktails, like some establishments may have a different variant of the alcohol. No problem. Another one, um, this talk about motivation. Um, I'd like to try to, this is a kind of a big one. Um, so uh, I also have another eight ways for us to try to solve this motivation problem of, well, we don't really know if it's worth it, if the risk reward in practicing Jainism is worth it, because we demand a lot of sacrifice from you. But the thing is, you're supposed to want to do it. <laughs> you're supposed to want to do it. And once you get a taste of what the truth is, you will want to do it. But it's hard to get that taste that Jainism is real. Uh, so one is to explore and learn. You have to take the time to learn about Jainism and find a part that you like. Okay, don't, you know, find a part of the book that you like. Some people are very interested in karma, like, oh, this is so cool. Every action has a reaction. <laughs> Some people are very interested in the prayers, in the songs, in the beautiful songs we have. Um, there's so much to Jainism. Just find a part that you like and start there. Um, the second is to engage in discussions. We have that here, so you're already doing that. The third one is to reflect on personal experiences, right? That is... In order to believe that it's real, you have to make those connections with your life. And I didn't start believing in karma until I sat back and I made those connections. You may say, yeah, I don't believe in karma, but have you thought about it? Have you thought about what something good or bad that happened to you and why it happened to you? No, you haven't because you don't have the time. Even You don't have the time to sit and think. But if you sit down and think every day about what you did, and why that might have happened to you, why certain things might have happened to you, I guarantee you'll start to believe in karma uh, by your, uh, on your own. Um, and so last week we learned about the power of a minute, right? So why don't we take one minute now and let's think about it. All right, last week we learned a minute was an extremely long time. Mm -hmm. And today, this week, we reinforced that. Did you think about your life? Did you think about Jainism? Did you think about prayer talking next door? <laughs> Did you think about... And that was just one minute, right? We just set a goal for one minute to think about Jainism. We set a micro goal that we talked about last week. And I know some of you laughed, right? 
it's useless setting a micro goal. I spend more time thinking about the goal I'm going to think of than the actual micro goal itself. But we just did it. Do you feel differently? <clears throat> okay, so number four, connect with the community. The, we're doing that right now. We have the Jain Center. We're very lucky. Number five, focus on the values and ethics of Jainism. This will help your motivation problem. That is, what are the values of Jainism? Well, we have the five vows, right? That's an easy answer, right? Does anybody remember what the five vows are? But for the Five, four, one. Okay. <laughs> Great. Two, three. Five, four, one, two, three. Great. <laughs> okay. So now think to yourself, let's do a thought experiment. Imagine you're an atheist. Okay. Atheists have values. They believe in right and wrong. What values would you have if you were an atheist? I think they still believe in kindness. They're not good. Sure. So, so if you're an atheist, what values would you have? I think I would treat other people the way I would be treated. Great. Does that comport with Jainism? Yes. Yes, that's right. Hi, come on in. I imagine that if you were an atheist, the values that you have would be the values that Jainism espouses anyway. Okay? So if you're having a problem with this motivation thing, then think about the values that are important to you. Well, you might as well learn Jainism because they're the same. <laughs> the values that are important to you are already taught by Jainism, as we proved by that thought experiment right there. So why aren't you? So that will help you be motivated to learn. Uh, number six, practice mindfulness and meditation. I talk your head off about that. Number seven, embrace the journey. Remember, life is a journey, not a destination. It is fun to do this. I'm tr I know it's hard. I know we talk about sacrifice, and I know I like I talk your head off and shake my finger at you. But it is fun, okay? It is fun to learn about yourself. It is fun to learn about your soul. It is fun to realize that karma is true. It is fun to realize that everything in the book is true, <laughs> that everything you've ever read, you turn the volume down on that, you turn the volume down on every show you've ever watched and every movie you've ever seen, because they're all just applications of this what's in the book. And once you learn what's in the book is true, you're going to have a tremendous, tremendously fun time. And eight, you have to find the meaning in the present, right? Yeah, we gotta, we're theoretically working towards all that, but if it's not helping you now, then it's not helping, you're not going to keep going with it, right? So you have to find out that Jainism can improve the quality of your life right now, which is what we talk about all the time. Okay, so questions or comments about that? So I think this last comment is very intriguing to me, right? The benefit, like we all typically wired that what's in it for me? That's the wiring, right? Like as human beings, we are wired for instant gratification, not delayed gratification. So that last point that you raised around what will it do for me in the present? That's very important, right? So what, any ideas of what, how people have applied that? How do we follow the belief system that gives you instant gratification versus we all know that benefit of delayed gratification over here. We, are, we all acknowledge that. But what that what is that instant gratification and how do we uh, experience that? Sure. Has anybody influenced <clears throat> the quality of their life by applying Jane principles to them? Well, 
This is somewhat related, but when we were growing up in Houston, there was one Bachella teacher, and I can't remember which one it was, but he used to use the... Maybe. And he used to use this He used to use this uh, analogy, which is the same concept of what we're talking about, the soul and the karma, which is you have a credit card balance. Mm-hmm. He's like, you have a credit card balance, you're either adding to it, and you're going to pay for those uh, balances with the uh, interest or you're paying it off, right? And it's kind of the opposite with karma. You're taking it off as good and, you know, but you're paying the balance. So it's, uh, he, he mentioned that a lot, like Jainism, there's not right or wrong, but you are adding to the balance when you're doing things that you shouldn't be in there and you're taking it off when you're doing the things you should be. And it's uh, people who are more financially oriented can understand that, right? We all, a lot of us are very good with our money because we understand that concept. We don't like to build the balance, you know? Yeah. yeah. And not everybody can do that, so. Yeah, so treat it like a bank account. Yeah, the credit card account. Okay. (laughs) It's a little different, right? Because you're trying to pay that balance, you're trying to get the balance off, so you're not getting that uh, interest every month. How about an instant gratification? I'll give you an example from my life. Uh, Because I applied Jainism to my life, I learned how to let thoughts go. And once I learned how to let thoughts go, I realized that they were enslaving me. And I felt such a freedom that you would not believe. And this is like, just like, you could learn it in like a week of mindfulness. That's it. You just learn it. That's the first thing you learn, is you learn that, oh, you focus on your breath. I don't know why I'm focusing on my breath. Oh. I realized I was distracted. I have to focus on my breath again. And you do that a hundred million times and you realize like, oh, my thoughts were enslaving me. And that's why I had to focus on my breath because they are trying to arrest my attention and take it away. Yeah. And so like, it has nothing to do with, I mean, Jainism told me to do that, but let's say I didn't even believe in a Jainism or didn't even believe in an afterlife. That is an instant gratification that happened to me. Yes. Sorry. So, yeah, I was listening one podcast yesterday and they said that, like, it's good that you put good habits in good knowledge and show good things to your kids because that's how they develop the habits and thinking. And by the time, like, say we are 30 and if we don't put all these habits, then after 30 or like, they say after 18 only, it's very hard to put all these habits. And that's when, even though we know it is a good thing, we are not able to put that habits. Right. So... It is, it is because we are not used to think like this way, like a Jainism way. We have learned about Jainism, but we have not lived like, you know, with them. So, it's like exercise. Yeah. It's like once you start seeing results, okay, it's so hard to start seeing the first results. But once you start seeing a result, then you want to do yes. it more. Yes. And you want to change your life more. And you're wondering how far you can go. And then you're on the path. Okay, and then, you know, then you'll start to open the book during the week and start to do crazy things like that, you know? You start to do crazy things like think about Jainism when it's not a Sunday, you know? Uh, and that's the whole goal. That's what I'm trying to teach you. And that's what I'm trying to convince you, right? Because I only have you for this time. So I'm trying to convince you that there is something there that is worth your time and your life will improve if you do it. What I experience as like, Whenever I have a thought, maybe I'm just going through that turmoil that I'm doing some actions that I should not be. Maybe I'm just getting angry over the situation or something. The Jainism, when I think of it, what happens, I start forgiving myself by having that thought first. 
because if you don't do that i can't be aware and just start taking good actions that's what has improved my quality of my daily life like i start forgiving myself first because i don't want to be that hard by thinking oh i thought this way right which is not good for me right i just don't think that now i think okay i can change it by thinking differently that's what you I realized you're enslaved by your thoughts too yeah and you realized you're not your thoughts yeah. your thought is something else is part of your body and you're not your body not only thought but the situation too right not only thoughts but the situation which is happening with you mm-hmm. and instead of getting entangled in that you are like okay processing it and taking it slowly mm-hmm. questions or comments about anything we talked about today but i still want to talk about your life what is going on in your life that's stopping you from applying jainism to your life in lack of attention to focus you made that point earlier i will live in a world where in like it's called cheap dopamine right and uh, our, our attention span has reduced significantly you know there was a period of time when we used to be able to remember 100 phone numbers when i remember myself as a kid remembering yeah. mm-hmm. at least 50 phone numbers mm-hmm. i don't remember them right now. right that's because of the world that we live in uh short youtube shorts and all that stuff one thing i want you to think about this week is that you mentioned it a couple times in different ways you mentioned that it's human nature you mentioned that as human beings i didn't interrupt you then but i wanted to and you mentioned it again that this kind of lack of attention due to being a human you're not a human you're not a human being none of you are you're trapped in a human being's body your soul so this week i want you to take a minute and think about being a soul and uh make decisions as if you're a soul and try to do things that reinforce the division between the soul and the human like fasting or like um different things to make you aware that you're a soul and not a human being what else is going on in your life i think it's more about like priorities it's not about knowing yes i know i am i know i should be doing it but it's about doing it taking actions right yeah it's in the last exactly it's always like yeah i know i know about all this but but that can wait right and and one more thing is by doing that we don't receive the acknowledgement from outside people so that is also like right if i'm doing something and people are oh, wow wow then it motivates me i mean that is also one of the thing because what the, all this is what we are doing is our for us and internally right. so people doesn't know that so we don't right. even get that appreciation and acknowledgement you have to give yourself the dopamine right. and you have to yeah. you know encourage yourself yes. you have to give yourself that positive feedback yeah. right um right the the hard part is the doing and that's what we're here for that's um that's what it's all about is how to get from the talking which i can only talk to you i can't do it for you i wish i could do it for you is how to get from the talking to the doing we help a bit as we start on for the class motivation that work becomes when it comes to work, uh applying those jainism principles becomes even harder because of course there is office politics this gossiping this and i don't know how to apply or have ourselves restrained from 
getting involved or at least being aware of what's going on, right? Uh, that's where I think practicality overtakes uh, whatever we have learned here or so far in our life as far as Jainism is concerned. So, I agree with you. Sometimes you have to take part in that, but you can do it without Kashai. You can take part in the office politics because you have to protect your reputation at work. So you have to engage in that kind of game that everybody plays. But you can do it without the anger at the person. You can protect your reputation without the anger at the person trying to destroy your reputation. Because all the anger is doing is hurting you. Yeah. You can still take the same actions to protect your reputation without the anger. You can take the same actions to, let's say, get your uh, promotions at work without the greed. You can, it, the greed is just the you part. But you can take the same actions by working hard or playing the politics game without the greed part. So you're right. It's hard. But we can divorce ourselves from the passion part. I think some of it is also kind of we all are excuse, making an excuse to ourselves for not doing something. It's about willingness, right? You can always do some Jainism. Okay, you can't do it at work. Do it other time than work. But it's just no one... Okay, sorry, not no one. At least I don't want to do that, right? It's just my willingness. Right. Uh, we can always block. Okay, you know what? I can't do this Jainism at work. Okay, I, I'll excuse myself for that part, but I'll do everywhere else. Right. Or at home, I'll do it. But it, it's just willingness to do it. Right, the willingness to do it. Uh, so I'll give you an hour a day. And what you're going to do is you're going to start to do everything else in that hour. Oh, Timur gave me an hour. Okay. Piyush is handling that. He's doing that. He's doing that. I have one hour to myself every day. And then you're going to start doing everything but Jainism because you hate it. Okay. <laughs> then you're going to get in shape. Then you're going to learn to be an expert meditator. And then guess what? You'll still have an hour a day. And then finally you'll be like, okay, I guess I'll open the book. I don't have anything else to do. And once you start to do that, then your life is going to start to change. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you.